Welcome to Lead Today with me, Kalina. Let's talk leadership. Welcome to another episode. Today I have something potentially morose on my mind, but I think that it's a part of everyday life and something that we need to embrace or at least wrap our heads around and feel into differently than at least I can say I have in the past. And I'm talking about death. Not just of a loved one or of a relationship, but even within ourselves, different parts of ourselves, eras within our lives. I've really been feeling this strongly over the past few weeks and then getting the news of my very close friend's grandmother passing away, growing up with her as sort of like an additional, you know, member of her family at least, in the sense that I really hung out there all the time from, man, 10 until, well, kind of forever. It hasn't ended. Um, and so we wrap our minds and our hearts around death differently when it's sudden or unexpected or perhaps when the person has lived a long and meaningful life or if a chronic disease or illness has sort of let's say changed the way that they incorporate or deal with their daily lives if there's something that's making their quality of life while they're still alive excruciating then we're often not inclined to, we feel like they're going to a better place or they're peaceful now, right? And so it's an interesting thing. It's almost like death is okay, but on our terms and when we're ready for it. And even then it's not okay because it's still excruciating and we need to grieve the loss and the change. And really I think it is an exercise in acceptance and turning over a new leaf to this new reality without that person, whether they died or they just left your life for good. Um, you know, I think about how much I've traveled even over the years and meeting amazing people and then packing up my suitcase and moving on to the next city. And it's a death of sorts. I mean, not at all to liken that to saying an eternal goodbye to being able to call your mom on the phone because she's passed away that's not the same and I recognize that but what I can say is it's this act of saying goodbye that makes us feel some sense of permanence when perhaps this is just a perhaps because I'm not saying I have this topic figured out it's only evaded the human species forever in terms of (laughs) How do, we pro- how do you properly cope? How do you ch- cope with change, with death, with the ending of an era, with the ending of what you had known? I also, it's you know, very poignant because my, my father is selling my childhood home and it feels like my entire childhood is being uprooted when really it's just this physical location and yet it feels like my heart is being ripped out and I just want to cry and I feel like I'm you know, 10 years old again losing losing this place that encapsulates childhood for me because my best friend the one I just mentioned you know her house I can see her bedroom from my bedroom window my childhood bedroom window and 
we used to leave our house phones and they would work at the other person's house. I mean, we're talking about neighbors that truly have become family and a street that it just feels like a true community. And so that's a forever goodbye. I mean, sure, I can go and drive back to that house and look at it and sit there and maybe ask the new owners to come and have a coffee, although they might find me to be a weird... <laughs> The weird lady asking to enter their home because I lived there before. You know, like, there there are options because unless they tear the house down and then, like, there's always this sort of spectrum, right? Of I, I'm finding that everything is such a spectrum of permanence and impermanence. Nothing is truly permanent. And if you're religious or spiritual in any sense, it's interesting. And I'm filming this after a funeral, so bear with me because the priest's words are in my mind. It was a Roman Catholic ceremony. And, you know, he goes, we start from nothing, we live, we die, and we end as nothing. And it's kind of that dust-to-dust dust mentality. And if you're not religious and you kind of think that's kooky, well, is it? I mean, we show up, we're born, we live, and we die. That It's not... I think that religion just looks to encapsulate it in a means of saying we're returning back home, we're returning to a place of peace, we're returning back to where we began, which is just... I mean, in the dirt, right? Back into, back from from nothing in terms of our physical composition. And so if you don't believe in a soul or past lives and future lives and multiple lives, and um, depending on what you, what you believe about life after death, I think we can all agree on the fact that when you die in this physical body, that's the end of this physical life, this physical body, this physical experience. What you as you that you know yourself to be you know me as kalina that ends when kalina dies and you know does that mean my energy is gone um does that mean that my legacy doesn't live on i mean all the work i do my aim in my career has you know i as a career coach it's not just about getting a promotion it's not just about loving your job who cares at the end of your life honestly right if we're being real who cares the end of your life, this is about having a legacy, leaving behind something meaningful, right? Like, what are you going to be remembered for? It's not about all the reports you wrote. Nobody's going to write... I, there's an amazing quotation that I use from Ariana Huffington. It's in my book, which... A passion project that will wrap up when it's supposed to. That's all I can say about anybody asking me about my book. I'm, we're on the edge. But in her quotation, she talks about how essentially at people's eulogies, they don't necessarily talk about, you know, how you're the best VP of sales or director of a tech company. They talk about how you loved, how you lived, your family, your friends, the type of person you were. And so we're here for legacy. We're here for these interpersonal connections, how we treat people. And when I think about that for myself, I can think of some good qualities and I can think of some critical things, you know? I can definitely be impatient and very disagreeable. If I don't agree with something, I'm going to speak up and say it. And that can cause friction, of course, in relationships, for better or for worse. Um, it does lead to some good outcomes as well. But oftentimes it can create relational friction. There's also the fact that I think I'm pretty inquisitive. And... 
decently generous with my time and affection for my loved ones. And so when we consider death, it's just another change, another leg in our journey. And don't get me wrong, that can mean crying on the couch for weeks. Like that can mean just totally melting into a puddle on your couch and reveling in the life that was just, people say lost, but you know, that's moved on that's no longer in its form that you can't reach out and call and can't hear the voice anymore I, I get it I get it so strongly actually where the burial was today was where my grandfather and my great-grandmother um, his mom actually are are buried and so you know being in that place and you just there's so it, I want to say hundreds if not over a thousand I mean maybe I'm being at least hundreds of all of these tombstones and there's a mausoleum where they're cremated people and it's absolutely not awe-inspiring the way it is when you look at a mountain or something but just the sheer amount of lives that have come and gone in this one cemetery let alone globally it's another one of those humbling things for me because of how impermanent life is because we're all going to die because what are we here for what's our purpose you know this priest today he asked what why are we here what's your mission like what did you come here to be what did you come here to do and i think we're all searching for that in one way or another whether it's through the parent we are aiming to be the partner you know husband wife girlfriend, boyfriend, the daughter, son, friend, sister, the way that we do our work. The, it, it's all in our interconnectedness of how we have these relationships and the value that we bring to others in the world through what we do. What value are we bringing? And, and how do we make this world better? What is our means of making this world a better place? It's a big question to posit. I something I think you could philosophize about for a lifetime and maybe that's what philosophers do uh, so I'm not sure the aim of, of this episode other than to maybe serve as a reminder that death is such a part of our experience and there's small tiny deaths every day in again just even who we are so even if we're not dying in a literal physical sense if a relationship ends or you move out of your house or you leave a job these endings are they can be excruciating and difficult but there's always a beginning around the corner and I think everybody has this period of time in between endings and beginnings where they need to sort of consolidate and take time to kind of come to terms with the new beginning and the next day but if there wasn't death there would not be that renewal it's a necessity and it's actually interesting the within the hour that i found out that my friend's grandmother passed away i found out that another friend of mine just had her baby in switzerland 
And so it just, I mean, obviously, okay, coincidental, people are dying and being born every second. And, but it was just in that moment of sitting there and going, oh, that's such tough news. And being on the receiving end of, oh, wow, that's amazing. You just had a kid. Like, all in the same all in the same minute, I kind of had this full spectrum of emotion. I've, I don't know. It's not often that you have both sides at the same time. And I just felt this rush of, like, wow, what a new opportunity for this little baby to come in and do something in this world. And, you know, a, a wife, a mother, a grandmother who lived such a beautiful, long life and gave so much love, knowledge, wisdom, care to her kids and her grandkids and was such an example of an amazing mom, wife, and grandma. And it's, it, it almost brings me to tears. I mean, it does bring me to tears to think that we just get such a small, we get such a small fleeting chance to do something and you know we get to choose if we kind of just drudge through the days and get through our to-do lists and do what we should do and just kind of soldier on through our day or if we really immerse ourselves into the present moment and a day-to-day experience and the more I look at what death serves as a reminder to me as is that impermanence is the name of the game and everything everything is fleeting and so if you think that your childhood home or your relationship or your kids being toddlers and not sleeping and what you just wanting to scream like any of that it's it's all good if there are moments of frustration feel those out so fully and then return to that loving place of kids only going to be this age for today and then tomorrow's a whole other world and I think that's actually why sunsets and sunrises are so magical and awe-inspiring because it really does in a very primitive or perhaps primal not primitive but primal sense like we feel that it's a new day it's a new beginning and then when the sun sets and there's darkness it does feel like the the end the death the night so within every day we have this chance to sort of reset and remember i remember in the interview a couple episodes ago with dr bradley campbell he actually mentioned a sign that he has about death and i i think it's interesting to have this kind of very front and center reminder of death i think it's in his kitchen (laughs) uh or above his kitchen or something that thought that we need such a in our faces reminder and that's what funerals do in these sudden deaths or when again we have a change of a life event or the end of a relationship but what if I mean if I go back to my beginning point of you know it's about we feel often better about it when we choose or we feel we have some control over it like somehow or if we're, we're okay with it if it was kind of a long time coming and they had a good life and it's still I think it's still excruciating like you still no way you slice it if your mom passes away that's it's a loss i can't even imagine because i haven't 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 dealt with yet but just witnessing that and seeing her kids some of them just completely 
just release all sense of holding on to any kind of composure and just let it out. I I know that that emotion and that release is so vital and it's no no amount of preparation to say, okay, I know that this really important person in my life is going to die on X date. We know that that's not going to help us, right? If Even if we knew the day, if somebody could tell you the day that you were going to die, you would not want to know, right? I mean, how, how weird would that be? We don't want to know. In some sense, knowing doesn't help us either. But what if we just know that it's finite? What if we know that it's coming? What if the, the fear of death to some degree, and not to stress you out to not live your life, but let's call it then the knowing of the realness of death, that it gets, you know, that all of us will die, that, that sort of fact that this is so impermanent. What if we transmute that to gratitude and this kind of new lease on life where we say, hey, I get this kind of one chance in, in this body, in this life, in this, with this, you know, as me, as Colleen, I get this one chance when I go from that sad kind of we're all gonna die I'm gonna miss this person I miss I miss this old part of my life I miss childhood I miss the relationships I miss how we were when I go from that to well okay wow you know that's not coming back but how do I want to make this next chapter what am I gonna do and to fully claim and grasp this next phase I think when we get stuck in the nostalgia and then miss the present moment that's where we go astray and of course if we just worry about the future that's no that's no help to us either because it hasn't happened yet so we can't do much about that we can prepare for things but not marginal benefit in worrying about the future just perpetually that, that kind of say it's almost diminishing returns if we talk about just this rumination that we do so if living in the past is no good and living in the future is just kind of hypothesizing without any data, then the present is really what we need to put our full and sole attention on at all times. And if that's the case, if that's what we say, okay, so we're going to focus on the present moment at all times, then what do we do with that? There's so much to focus on. Like sometimes I know everyone's got kind of their advice and or their way of relaxing whether it's netflix we want to just turn off and not have to focus too much on the present not have to attend and use our energy to attend to things but what if there are ways to be in the present moment without such diligent effort and i know meditation helps i'm trying to think of what else anything physical right i mean yoga or spending time with someone or playing with your kids walking your dog getting outside like anything that's within your present world i can certainly say with my work everything being very virtual sometimes it feels very disconnecting from the real world quote unquote right like the real physical what's in front of me and then i get back to that first thing about it's all about our relationships it's all about those real connections that we make that the guy I talked to at Home Depot about <laughs> about air filters and being there to hug my friend when her grandma passes away. And it all might seem so cliche, but those fleeting little seemingly trivial or just basic moments. 
we all know that those are the ones that matter. So, I don't have death figured out in this episode for you, but I hope this serves as a brief and meaningful reminder whenever you're choosing to listen to this. Maybe it's the reminder you need to get a new lease on life. Maybe create some endings that you know have sort of been dragging along for a while and cut the cord and be ready to go off into your new day, your new beginning, your new fresh start. We can all create fresh starts in our lives. We all try to do it with this perpetual diet culture, like, oh, the diet starts Monday. Everybody makes that joke around Christmas time. It's like, you know, and I'm not advocating for that. What I'm advocating for is we can choose. We can choose who we're going to be, how we're going to show up, what we say. And I think that that's where we need to put our focus. And the endings that occur around us, we can grieve together and support each other in those endings. And then we need to find our new day. And for anyone that's lost someone recently, or just has someone they've lost that is on their mind, I think the knowing that you can always think of a great memory of them or just close your eyes and just kind of feel their presence. Like I can think of, I, there's so many calling cards of my grandfather that I don't need to be at the cemetery or in his house or looking at a photo of him to remember, right? I mean, he's with me always in his legacy and the things I learned from him and the stuff I, you know, there are things that I do that I'm sure the way he did them. And that's what it's all about for me. So if there's someone you're, it's been on your mind and you're missing, I just send you and them so much love. And I hope you know that you can always reconnect to them no matter where they are right now. And with that, I hope you have a very loving seize the day rest of your week or until the next time we get to be in this dialogue together and I hope that this has brought you some solace and some I guess excitement about endings because it really is a full circle and so if something is ending it means there's something new around the corner for you new around the corner for your family, new around the corner for something something coming. So with that, my timer has gone off. It means that we've gotten to our time. It's oh see, talk about endings. I have a hard time saying <laughs> I have a hard time saying bye on the ending of this show because it's just so easy to keep going. But I'm aiming for shorter episodes so that they're more digestible. If you have feedback on those, please feel free to share. If you'd like to support the show to remain ad-free, please do so using the link, even a $5 donation to the show so I can make it awesome and continue to add great guests. I would love to have your support. And the most important thing is that you continue to listen. So thanks so much for giving me your time, your precious time, spending it with me. And talk to you soon.